0: enjoyed our project so far, if you put in some time, you've made some significant progress by now. The pages of your memory journal are filled with key dates, events, people and places. You may even have had a few revelations of some long forgotten memories. My hope is that you're enjoying the trip down memory lane. You're starting to see how valuable this material might be to your family and future generations. Keep in mind that this journal is a work in progress. As things come to mind, enter them onto the timeline in the notebook. The journal's a living document that will continue to grow as long as you decide to stick with it. Up to this point, we've been kind of working in a closed loop, just you and your journal looking back on your life. Starting out, that really was how we needed to do it. You got a chance to look back on where your life has taken you over the years. Up to this point, it's kind of been all about you and the things that you could remember. Let's pull out our notebooks right now so we can look them over. If yours is anything like mine, first of all, it's kind of a mess. Lots of writing, notes, things crossed out, lots of scribbling. This was to be expected. I also have some major gaps, completely blank pages in my notebook. If you were an author writing a book, these gaps would be called writer's block. Let me remind you, we're not writing a book. We're not really writing anything at this point. We are still gathering our source material. These gaps are what you might call memory blocks. Let's go back to my mother's recipe box just for a moment. I'm looking for Aunt Gloria's popcorn ball recipe. It's normally in with all the treats, cookies, things like that, but it's not there. I now have to pull everything out of the box and start hunting. For some reason it ended up in the hot dish section. Now, for those of you who are not exactly sure what hot dish is, it really is fine dining up here in Minnesota. No self-respecting church potluck dinner would have less than eight or nine different types of hot dish. So back to the notebook. When one event or memory gets lost with all the other memories, you may need to take a different approach. Again, looking at the notebook, some years are filled to overflowing with notes. Some years even have multiple pages filled with writing. And then you see those completely blank pages. It's obvious that things happened that year. You're just not able to find those faded memories for some reason. In dealing with this myself, I've come up with some ways to get past this memory block. We talked about one of them in episode 5. Try to make the block of time you're working with as short as possible. Take it from a whole year, which is what a page would be, down to, let's say, a season. What happened in the spring? What happened in the winter? What did I do during the summer? Keep the timeline short. Here's another trick. Pick out one of your blank pages And ask the following questions. The goal of this is to bring you back to that place in time. Once that happens, the memory should start to come back. Okay, the first question. Where did this take place? You're looking for things like, where were you living? Did you have a job? What was the job? These are leading questions that should get you back on track. Question number two. Why were you there? Maybe you were in college, or maybe in the military. How did you decide to do that? Third question. Who else was there with you? With this question, you're looking for a list of people. Friends, relatives, roommates. If you had a job, who was your boss? This question is all about people. OK, we now know where you were why you were there. We have some other people that were also around at the time. You may need to spend some time on the last question, and here it is. Was this a good experience? If so, what made it good? If it was bad, why was it bad? Something in these four questions will jog your memory and should get you back on track. Something we haven't touched on yet is asking other people for help. Asking them if they remember any details about this time. An interesting thing that you might hear as you're talking to other people is the line, that's not how I remember it. Now that might feel like a negative response, but it's not. Ask them to tell you their side of the story. It's very normal for two people experiencing the same event to have completely different perceptions of what actually happened. Keep in mind, any details about the past can be important to your story. We are still in the capture phase of the process, so any and all information is welcome. Here are a few more tricks that might just jog your memory. We're lucky to be living in the information age. We have instant access to knowledge, facts, and details. I was going to say, with just the push of a button, but we don't even need to do that anymore. Just ask Siri a question, and she'll hunt it down for you and read the answer back to you in a few seconds. I'm going to take you through a short exercise right now. I'm going to use the year 1969. Keep in mind, this little formula will work for any year, even any specific date that's giving you problems. I'm going to put a few websites down in the description box to get you started. I always seem to be warning you about stuff. You're adults. I'm sure you can handle this, but I am going to be sending you down a internet rabbit trail here that you may not want to come back from. Give this a try. Pick your favorite search engine and enter these search terms. This year in history, 1969. What happened in 1969? Important events, 1969. From these simple searches, you have an almost endless supply of details, facts, photos, videos and audio clips. Here are just a few details about 1969. A gallon of gas sold for 34 cents. The price of a new car, now this is the average, was $3,499. A medium-sized home sold for $26,800. A loaf of bread was 23 cents. This is interesting. The price of gold was $41 an ounce. I just looked it up, and today it's selling for $1,810 an ounce. In 1969, when you said the word Apple, everyone thought of the Beatles and Apple Records. Steve Jobs was 14 years old in 1969. Apple Computers didn't roll around till 1976. I think you can understand how a person could get lost in these websites. But it is helpful. You start to get some landmarks that will bring you back to those memories. Okay, your assignment. Look over your notebook and find those blank pages. Use these tips and tricks to jog your memory. We're getting to the end of the capture phase of our project. And it might be time for some of you to be leaving us. You pin down those important events of your life, so you're done. That's great. For some of you who want to dig deeper into your story, we'll be talking about that in our next episode. Have fun, and we'll see you next time on You Have Stories.